Good afternoon, friend. How are you? Hey, I'm good. What's up? On the struggle bus, just a tad over here with this technology. (laughs) You know, it's all right. Yeah, you struggling with the uh, technology and I'm struggling with the energy. So, you know, we're just going to make it through together. (laughs) Yeah. That was tough. Made me sweat a little bit. Uh, Yeah. So the funny thing is (laughs) we usually run into this. Do you notice we have a pattern like every like either third or, you know, like every every third episode or something. We'll be smooth sailing. And then all of a sudden we get some type of challenge and it's like, uh -uh." like, huh? What are we doing here? Right. What happened? Uh-huh. But we always persevere. There you go. We will find a workaround bill. Like the original <laughs> MacGyvers out here. Right. <laughs> I got so much stuff on this desk. <laughs> oh my God. You're trying to piece everything together just that's to get the, the podcast together. Just to get it together. Listen, mm. that's the dedication that you have. Okay. Girl, I'm to this thing here. So <laughs> let's do a check-in. How are you? I'm feeling really, really good really good really energized you know had five days off did the bare minimal and um I feel really good well good so okay so I know you said did the bare minimal what what was one of the best things about having this time um well I got to spend two weeks with our daughter Mm. which you know she usually, usually isn't able to stay as long um so, you know, the fact that she was able to stay for two weeks this time was really, really nice. Um, what else? Just being in the house around just the family. Mm-hmm. It was really, really intimate this time. And um, I just appreciated that. I think it just it gave me um, a lot of reflection time. Mm-hmm. And I am I'm going to make this statement, but I'm not ready to go now, Lord. Let's be clear. Right. But. I'm at a place right now that, you know, if I should go, I am at a really, really good place right now in my life. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. Um, You know, there's not a whole lot that I want right now. Um, Doing positive, great things with people that I love. It's, you know, stoke. So I did a lot of reflection. Okay. But it sounds like you made a lot of meaning as well. So that's good. Mm Mm-hmm. How about so, you? Ooh, um, so I'm struggling today energy wise because I have literally been up since five o'clock this morning. Mm. Um, getting ready to come back to Charlotte. I went home for the holiday and um yeah, going through, you know, traversing the airport and just, you know, getting your mind wrapped around these situations with COVID and everything. It mm-hmm. uh you know, it can be a little nerve wracking with traveling. But um I was able to make it back uneventful. Mm-hmm. Um, felt safe. Um, and so now today I'm here. So God, I was off for eight days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed every day, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel um, you on that. Yeah. But I still worked, but I did other stuff. Um, you know, so definitely having that opportunity and everything. And so it it was, it was good just to be able to just breathe a little mm-hmm. Um, yes. I was able to see some, um, well, spend time with my sister and my brother-in-law, um, because they're basically the only ones in their house and I stayed with them and, um, you know, was able to check in on my parents, you know, in the time of COVID, not really being around them a whole lot, 
but just checking on them and just coming in the house with a mask on and like, hey, do you need anything? Mm-hmm. I'll run and get it, drop it off. Are you okay? Okay, I'm leaving. So mm-hmm. that was odd. That was um, very awkward. Um, yeah. But, you know, it kind of is what it is. You just got to tuck and roll and make it do what it do. Right. So. <laughs> That's what's up. Mm-hmm. All right. So because we are talking about the holiday season, we just um, passed Thanksgiving and we are in, you know, into the home stretch of this ending of this uh, holiday season with Christmas, New Year's, different things like that. And, you know, just this year period. Um, we want to talk about what we're grateful for. So what are you grateful for, Zen? I think I just said it. I am very grateful for peace of mind. Um being very comfortable with where I am in life right now. Like I said, there are some things that I still want to do, oh, yeah. but I don't necessarily, I don't need anything right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really, really comfortable. Um, and that, you know, that's a lot for me because, you know, with my, my past and my history, um, yes. I've been quite unsettled a lot in life and looking mm-hmm. for things that clearly the universe didn't have for me, you know? Yeah. And so just learning to be comfortable with me, um, what I have and learning to love, you know, just being, being me. I think I'm a pretty dope person, but it took, it took some time for me to get there, (laughs) but I'm a dope person. I enjoy it. I enjoy my family. Um, that's very, very important to me right now. Um, you know, it's just quality time with my family. Very intentional about that. So other than that, you know, I'm just comfortable. I'm happy. Okay, good. I think me, what I'm thankful for, or grateful for, I should say, is um, well, it's a couple things. Um, I'm grateful for the strengthening, well, renewing and strengthening of relationship with um, all of my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um that's something we've been really working on this year. Um, and I've been able to say that I thought I knew who they were. Mm-hmm. I had no clue in this process. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, my mouth just continuously hangs open when we really, t- we, when we, when we really sit down and talk, like uh-huh. talk, talk, uh-huh. I'm like, yo, like, who are you what? again? <laughs> right. Exactly. And I mean, and, and it's a good thing. So it's not like I'm sitting over there. I thought that, you know, this person was this and then it turns out to be it was a disaster. Right. No, it's right. like I'm I'm really um developing a, a high level of respect for both of my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um and different things that they have experienced in their lives and and just been able to push through and, and just even understanding their, you know, how they think, how they operate because of a lot of things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um but then also feeling included because I always haven't I'm not have not necessarily felt like I've been included uh, or accepted in a lot of things okay. um, in the past. And so for me, that's really good because it's just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, they, they'll purposely check in. They'll be like, oh, okay. So what you do know? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, no, we're, we're talking to you right now. So put everything aside. Right. Right. And come on. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's, that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for reconnecting with uh, friends that I haven't talked to in ooh, over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm 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 grateful for somewhat peace of mind. I'm I'm I, you know there's a lot of things that I still want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and a few things that I need. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I know they're coming. So if, I think in the past, I always felt like I was always behind the eight ball. So I was always chasing something. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, I just know it's coming. I'm just doing my preparation work. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yep. So it's, it's a different frame of reference to not be running, but to be like walking in the stride and be like, oh, I won't miss it. Mm-hmm. I'm just preparing myself to be ready as I take this walk right. to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's a different, that's, that's a piece within itself. It is. Um, Chasing is hard work. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's what? tiring. Um, and so to be at a place that, you know, you don't feel like you're chasing. Great. Great, great, great. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it, you, yeah, it, it's definitely settling. I'll say that in a good way, not like settling. Like I'm just bleh. right. But no, I'm, I'm more settled and I feel like I can focus more mm-hmm. um, on the things that I need to do and taking, you know, my business into the next level, mm-hmm. uh, getting new trainings and different things like that. So definitely grateful for that. And then also I'm grateful for my health and the health of my parents. Uh, mm-hmm. and fam- well, family, because I, one of, unfortunately, one of my great uncles, my uncle Burton has contracted COVID and mm-hmm. he is currently in, uh, ICU mm-hmm. at home. Wow. And, uh, you know, so I do ask, you know, people who are believers, I ask you for prayers, mm-hmm. um, you know, and well wishes and things like that, because, you know, that's not a call that I want to receive. Right. Um, right. So definitely thankful for my health. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. That's what's up. All right. So we have funny stories from the therapist's couch. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Going through the Rolodex <laughs> in my mind. Uh, yeah. So are we going to group home? We're going to do what are we going to do today? Uh, I think I'm going to go with group home. Okay. Okay. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this was a holiday story. It was actually Halloween. Um, we, it was a full moon, <laughs> which a full moon Gotta love in it. a group home. So we're all watching a movie and I was with, the kids were probably around 11, 12, the group that I had. Um, we're all watching a movie really to this minute have no idea what really went wrong. Um, okay. I know that there was something about the, the kids used to like to put butter on their pop tarts. It was like a big thing. So I know that it had something to do with butter on the pop tart, but I don't, I don't know the details of it. But what I do know is briefly after things started to quickly dissipate and go awry, I received a huge amount of um, very cold, ice cold. Um, what is the stuff called? Uh, apple uh, cider. Apple sauce? Apple cider Ooh. was dumped on me. Um, very cold. Very, very cold. And very sticky. <laughs> because yeah. when you work in group home you can't just jump up and go change your clothes quickly you know you have to wait for somebody to come cover your shift mm-hmm. you have to you know there's so many loopholes that you have to jump through in order to go take care of yourself um but yeah i um was you know doused with that good holy I was about to say. <laughs> you I was about to say you got <laughs> 
that. Yeah, very interesting. um, Very interesting moment. Yeah, that's all I continue to say. I honor you for working in a group home (laughs) as long as you did. Because it was six months for me. And every day in that six months, I was like, why, God? It was always something. It was always something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. No day was ever the same. Never. Well, unless you said something was the same. But the craziness yeah. was the consistency. Yes. <laughs> that Lord, was definitely the around. consistency. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, oh, well, mm, okay. So, mine would be, again, inpatient psych. Um, so, a part of the rules were you had to have, with inpatient psych, when you get a new person who's being admitted, you have 24 hours to do the assessment and uh, well, to complete the assessment, write it up. And then you almost uh, you also have a treatment team meeting that you have to have and things like that to define to define care and, um, you know, get a treatment plan and, and different things like that. Um, even if we're trying to contact family members, if we have to do a family session, things like that. So this person had come in and all they said was, Darnita, can you take them? I said, sure. Mm-hmm. You know. By this time, I'd had, you know, a little bit under my belt. So I wasn't walking up to employees thinking that right. they were the ones getting accepted. There, there you right? go. So no. <laughs> right. So this one, I walk in and everything else. I grab everything. I got the uh, the cow, which is the computer on wheels. Um, and I go and I got my own setup and I'm ready to go. Like, I'm about to knock this assessment out in about 20 minutes. We're going to be good. So I knock on the door and everything. And as one person, I, I say, you know, as I'm knocking on the door, I call the person's name. I hear this. Yes. I'm like, OK. So I'm walking in the door and everything else. And as I am about to look up, I'm starting my spiel like, hey, I'm Darnita. I'm the therapist here and I'm going to be doing your. Oh, mm-hmm. there is a man. There is a man in the room. And this man is but. Oh, my. Standing there. God. In all his glory. Oh my God. And like, <laughs> come on in and have a seat. Oh, and I'm no. like, I, no, I said, wait, wait. I said, so wait a minute, where, where are you close? <laughs> he was like, oh, they bought me this gown, but I don't like them. Oh. And I said, oh. I said, so we don't do this. I said, let me just help you understand what we're about to do. You're going to get dressed. I said, because I'm not going to be looking at you like this. Oh, no, my I'm not goodness. Right. So I'm sitting there like, I was like, I think I've been traumatized. Okay. And this man is, is confused. He's looking at me like, but why can't you do the assessment? Oh, and I'm my like, gosh. I said, guess what? You got 10 minutes to get dressed and I'll come back. Oh, my God. So I left the room and I was like, I went back into the therapist's office and I said, y'all set me up so bad. Mm, and they were like, mm, what did he do? Did he come to the door naked? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh. So you did. You knew what he did. You just knew I didn't know. I said, I feel like I just got planned. Oh, here. Okay? my God. So, yes, needless to say, when I walked up in there, I had the male psychiatrist with me, too. I said, listen, we never about to play this game. I said, you know, I said the doctor's name. I said, can you come in, in here with me? When right. we do this assessment Because you got to ask him some questions, too. He was like, OK, sure. Mm, Still mm, trying. Mm. I said, oh, no, sir. No, that no, is no, hilarious. No, yeah, so ever since then, I always would peek around the door. I would crack it <laughs> and I'd peek around the door and be like, uh, okay, you're fully closed. Okay, I'll come have this door open. And this will be like, that's do. so yeah. funny. Oh my God. You can never be too prepared for the nakedness that you see. You sure can't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, 
thought that he was. I mean, I felt he like was comfortable. I was one of those. Uh, I felt like it was like one of those, you know, uh, painting sips where you, you know, <laughs> you paint the naked people. He was just very like, come on in, oh have a seat, God. sit down. He, he derobed. Like, no. <laughs> Way before I gave him permission. Oh my God. But I'm like, oh my God. Hello. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the holy world? Okay. Ooh. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. The things that we've seen. So. Girl, hmm. okay, yeah. So mm. it, it's it's all it, it's all in a day's work. That's all you can say. You know what I'm saying? So, so okay. Mm-hmm. More, I think we're going to do the follow up to our question about soul ties um, last yes. time. So, um, if you want to start off, that's cool. Sure. So we talked about soul ties and in the conversation, Zing, you brought up an interesting, you know, point to say, okay, um, you know, how are men affected? Because um, we hear about women with soul ties, Mm -hmm. right? So we said, well, hey, let's pause it, see what we can find and we Mm -hmm. come back. So it wasn't very uh, researchy, yeah. I should say, about men and, and I mean, well, men and soul ties and everything. But I read different articles and also watched a couple of videos. Mm-hmm. And the overall perception was, yes, that men are affected, but they are affected Correct. differently. And I think one guy put it the best. Um, he said men are affected eventually because they're more mental. Mm-hmm. Women are affected immediately because they're more mm-hmm. emotional. And he gave the example of being with a woman um, and the guy, you know, he just does his thing, disappears, you know, stuff like that, start dating all these other people and everything else. And then realizes after being with Kim, Karen and Sarah or mm-hmm. whoever, it's like, oh, I messed up with, you know, Jess mm-hmm. back here. So that's why sometimes three months later, you can get that, oh, what you doing? Or, hey, big head, text okay. message. And it's like, I've had the distance. What, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? It, it caught up to them okay. by then, is what his point was. And I was like, that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I can go mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I um, found the same thing. What was kind of, it was difficult to kind of nail down specifically male versus female. But I took it from a little yes. bit more of a scientific approach um, mm-hmm. and did more studies in terms of the brain. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I did find was that our females have a larger limbic system. I think that's how you pronounce it, limbic mm-hmm. system, um, which is yeah. responsible for your dopamine, your serotonin, so on and so forth. Um, also, pretty much the control center for where um, addiction would take place. So if you are mm-hmm. um, intimate with someone, whether it be a sexual intimacy or just intimacy overall, Um, women have a tendency to experience higher levels of dopamine, serotonin, um, and excitement, which creates the atmosphere for them to become more addicted to that person and wanting to be around that person. Um, So I thought that was very interesting in so many different ways, just not only Mm -hmm. pertaining to what I was actually trying to research, but explains a lot in a lot of areas. Um, So I thought that was interesting. And also from a spiritual perspective, um, you know, when you sleep with someone, you are um, interchanging spirits. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. you get up 
and you take a part of that person with you. Um, and definitely, I, I still just kind of hold the premise that because we are the receivers, um, it's more intimate for us because we are receiving the person. So, um, I mean, overall, I guess the consensus is that women are affected more than men and definitely affected differently than men. Yeah. So I would agree with that. Um, it's just now this, <laughs> this could be a research challenge for us though, to actually say, okay, how do we, you know, is this something we want to continue to research? Mm-hmm. Because it is an interesting topic period, especially when you bring in the neurological yes. piece into it because then that you know again that's the offshoot of a lot of things mm-hmm. the stimulation the reward yep. system you know things like that or so. just it being a Absolutely. positive experience women experience things more positive yeah. in a lot of ways than men do because of yeah. the limbic system so makes sense makes a lot of sense it really does so kind of going into this a little but you know kind of together <laughs> Our question number one that we received is monogamy real? So initially when I hear that question, I, I just think, yeah, I mean, monogamy is mm-hmm. very real. Um, it's something that a lot of people, you know, hold near and dear to their heart in relationships is that they intend to be with one person. And that is, you know, that's who they want to be with. And they, they don't want to share, <laughs> they, you know, and um, that I think that's kind of the norm, but you're starting to see a lot more um, open relationships. Um, I'm sure open relationships have always been around, um, but, you mm-hmm. know, a resurgence of it being something that people are more comfortable with, more people are more comfortable talking about. Um, and I yeah. think as a therapist, one of the things that we have to do is anything short of abuse, because that's just never okay. Um, But learning to challenge our belief system with someone else's and be okay with what they're comfortable with. You know, um, I can remember my first client that was in a um, polyamorous relationship. I just remember initially being really confused (laughs) because I just, it was something that I had not really been exposed to um, you know, but after doing the research, I just find that, you know, whatever works for you, works for you. Um, if you're comfortable with having several partners and your partner is comfortable with you having several partners, have at it. I mean, that's, you know, just kind of how I feel about relationships, as long as you understand that dynamic and it's not causing severe conflict for you. It's not causing you to challenge who you are as an individual, um, I don't see anything wrong with, you know, any of that stuff. I, you know, okay. So for me, my initial, well, I'll say this. Monogamy is Mm -hmm. real for me. Um, When doing research about monogamy, when you're talking about monogamy and then also marriage, um, men benefit more from monogamous and a marriage relationship Mm -hmm. than women do. Um, is, you know, according okay. to the research. Um, however, for myself, um, I only think about monogamy when I think mm-hmm. about a relationship. Um, with clients, though, I've always had that open mind where right. you got to do you. I can't enforce my, you know, my fears, concerns, you know, exactly. me on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so because then I'm making it about me and it's not about the exploration of 
whatever your thoughts are, feelings right. are, anything. And their happiness. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Peace, happiness, mm-hmm. however you want to define it. Um, it's just now I will say, and, and that's with everything, there's always mm-hmm. consequences sometimes. So you have right. to be prepared. Now, I've heard, I've had conversations with people because I've even asked, you know, even when we got this question, I was like, let's let me do like an impromptu mm-hmm. poll. Um, and I asked about mm, 12 mm-hmm. people. And I will say that 10 out of the 12 said that, yes, monogamy mm-hmm. is real. Two of them agreed that monogamy could be real, but it's not okay. realistic. And their realism was this. You know, like the one person says, I get mm-hmm. bored a lot. And so I can't imagine just being with one person mm-hmm. right now. Now, you know, their thing was like, I can always change my mind. Right. You know, either way. <clears throat> but they were like, I get bored. I'm not, you know, I, I, I like variety. I like a lot of different things. So for right now, it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Another person said, you know, well, look at the animal kingdom. And mm-hmm. I hear that a lot. You know, they're like, okay, well, animals, you know, they, they just breed. And I'm like, right. oh, that's different, <laughs> Very you different. know, because <laughs> that, that's a different, you right. know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, and then there's still some monogamous mm-hmm. species out there too. You know what I'm saying? And so. Um, you know, the, the gist of it is, I think it's left up to the individual person and their perspective mm-hmm. and their background, what they choose, what they accept and what they can and cannot live right. with truly. And I'm not saying, you know, because some people go exactly whatever's home. popular at the moment that is, and that's it, or to be mm-hmm. with someone. So if someone says, okay, I want to have a they thrifle, go for it. They can't imagine a life without that person. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, all the time, all the time they are sitting there compromising what they really want and how right. they really feel. It's, so I right. don't advocate that. Exactly. That is abuse exactly. to me. But I am saying whatever you truly in your heart of hearts feel is accurate and true mm-hmm. and real for you, follow that. So if it's monogamy, fine. If it's polyamory, mm-hmm. fine. If it's celibacy, mm-hmm. fine. Whatever it is, but just know that it has to be decided for you right and both of you have to be in agreement and you know at Mm -hmm. the end of the day you can always change your mind (laughs) that's that's the beauty of life and that's it we do have freedom of choice something if i don't like it i can certainly change my mind i can have a conversation with my spouse or my partner and say you know hey this didn't work for me how was the experience for you and talk through it communication is is key Mm -hmm. Um, and understanding the direction that you want to go in in your relationship. And at the end of the day, if that person does not understand what you're saying or does not want to um, acknowledge how you feel about the situation, there's always a choice to walk away and be with somebody else or be by yourself for a little bit. Absolutely. You know, choices are always yeah. there. But um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's it's what you are comfortable with as an individual Um And as long as it's not hurtful and abusive, you know, have fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. So, all right. So now we have come to one of our funniest moments. Let's see. Trivia. So what's on today? We are doing living single. And you are answering. Another one of the good shows. (laughs) Yes. 
girl. Okay, I, let me help you understand. I, I mean, love God. See, shows like that they aren't creating no. that often now, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm, you know, the 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 new shows are getting they're taking a different tack, but you know, with Living Single. Uh, girlfriends, all those. I mean, it, it was just a new breath of fresh air. And I've always, 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 so. even before this show, long before the show, been an adamant mm-hmm. fan of Queen Latifah. Love. Okay, can we Queen say it? Latifah? She was so. Come on, Dana Owens. Me, I wanted. She's part of the reason yes. that I work for myself, that I have my own business, because mm-hmm. she embodied that in her personal life as well as in the show. She did. And there are a lot of rappers that we would have never ever experienced had it not been mm-hmm. for Queen Latifah and her independence as a woman and being proud to be not only a woman but a thick, beautiful woman. I just right. Who owned it? Who owned it? I absolutely. I I love her. I love her. So when she was in this show, I mean, she embodied the character because that was her. That was who she was. She Khadijah did. was Khadijah James. Queen Latifah all day. And, and let's be very clear. That was actually one. That was the first show where they really had an yes. African name. Yep. And she was the lead. Yep. And she was the lead. Yep. And so. they all embodied various aspects of African-American individuals. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I, it just, you couldn't have, you couldn't <laughs> have done it any better. And was the beginning of friends had there not been a living single there would not True. have been a friends <laughs> so mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. love this show it was amazing so question number one yeah friend yes. what is uh-huh. the name of khadijah's magazine flavor uh yeah, flavor flavor unit because flavor unit was Mm-hmm. Her flavor was company. A, the, the company, right. the publication company. Yes, and the real life company. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, at the end of the first season, two people got drunk and slept together. Who were they? Yes, uh, Max and Kyle. Yes, because <laughs> we all wanted them to be together. <laughs> that maybe, was so crazy. Maybe but it was should. so crazy, and maybe they oh should. <laughs> Yes. I loved it. <laughs> okay. What character yes. rocked different wigs on almost every show? She Raging. wore the hell out of the wigs, girl. Okay. Came in. Like, I mean, never had another same one. A day. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, you're right. Because, yeah, there will be times she changed her hair. Yes, because she every had a date night. every night. So. Um... Let's see. Try to find a good one. Who was afraid of clowns? Sinclair. Close. Over. Oh, uh, Obi. Her Obi. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He was scared of clowns. (laughs) Wait a minute now. Sinclair and Obi with them little simpletons. Lord, they just loved each other. <laughs> they, oh my God, they were so great together. They oh were so God. great. They were perfect they were. for each other. So that's the three. You trying to do another I one? I mean, it, 
I'm we got a bonus find honey. A good bonus. I think I'm ready for a, okay. If you can Ooh. find a bonus, I think I'm okay. ready. I think Here I'm good for a bonus. Who had a friend from college who was gay and they found out years later the truth? Oh, that's a good bonus. Um nope. was it Kyle? Not mm-hmm. and not Overton either. Max. Okay, who was it? Ah, yes. okay. Gotta go back and watch. Yes, it her fiance. The the friend came back, and Max found out that her fiance was a female. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. So it's okay. okay. I feel the bonus. It's an round, amazing show. I'm sure a lot of people are now going to go back and it start was. watching it because it is streaming on Hulu. I hope so. And. Yes, I great. Hope so. You know, even just the beginning, the you know, the song and the who doesn't know that song word for word? <laughs> right. Even my kids I'm know just that. Saying, it's like because Queen Latifah did word. that one too. It's, my son always teases. He's like, every time I came home from school, that song was starting to play because they had a marathon every day around <laughs> that time of living single, and he knows it. That is verbatim. hilarious. <laughs> I mean that's a right. I think that's it a is. that's a rite of passage. You know what I'm saying? I don't know because it's like one of my favorite uh-huh. movies is The Wood, and you know they they do the different things. And it's like when I watched The Wood, it was like we were the same age on everything. So I'd be like, oh my god, this is amazing! I'm like looking at everything. Yeah, like, oh, I used to do that stuff. It is. The single is a rite of passage. Amazing show. Yes. So yes, what we got next? All right, so we have question number two. And so let's, okay, so I want to put a disclaimer out there. Some of these questions mm-hmm. may be triggering for people. Um, we want to respect, you know, where we are, um, you know, in this day and age and the time that we're in, meeting in the holidays and things like that, and understand and respect that not all people right. are happy around the holidays. Um, and this question is actually a part of it. So um, the question came in, it was just like, you know, grieving through the holidays, mm-hmm. how do we manage? Um, this holiday season, because we're in a pandemic, it looks mm-hmm. a whole lot right. different for a lot of different people. And so, you know, grieving doesn't necessarily mean that you've lost people, although this in right. this time we could have lost a lot of people. Um, but it can just be a lot of things. You don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. You're not where you are in life. Um, even family dynamics and family mm-hmm. uh, conflict could come into play. Um, but then also because you may be family oriented and used to spending time um, with your family and not able to mm-hmm. this year because a lot of people weren't traveling. Um, so I think for me to say, these are some tips how to manage. Mm-hmm. Be vocal about it. I never say avoid right. or try to push it aside. Because, you know, to me, it just comes back even harder mm-hmm. and worse the next time. Um, in your comfort of either in including yourself in certain things or people including you, participate, mm-hmm. whether it's a Zoom, um, you know, whether it's, you know, socially distanced. Um, I had a socially distanced Thanksgiving, meaning mm-hmm. I really I couldn't eat with my parents. I came to their house. I dropped food off. I wore a mask. I checked in on them and said, do you have everything you need? And then I grabbed things from that house and I left. Um, So it was very awkward and different this year. 
But I also say, mm-hmm. draw solace from what you can. Try to create an environment that, you know, right. is nurturing and welcoming. Um, if you have like one to two people, and I, I pause on saying one to two people because putting in boundaries around this time of year can help too because if you require people to have a COVID test before you interact, mm-hmm. require people to have a right. COVID test and a <laughs> negative COVID test. Right. Um, let's be very right. clear. I don't want nobody with a positive COVID test. Okay. Um, you know, but I don't want to say, you know, oh, go out and hang out with friends. No, it's not necessarily right. that type of time right now. Um, but acknowledge where you are. Mm-hmm. Seek comfort where you can. Be safe as possible. And still create the connections that you, you either seek or used to have. Mm-hmm. It will look different. And I think it's, you know, coming to terms right. with the grief of it looking different, too. Um, so, I, this one is actually pretty near and dear to my heart. Um, because, you know, as a lot of people know, you know, I don't have a relationship with my parents. So this time of year, this is probably, I think my third, third or fourth year now, um, not having any interaction with them. So, um, one of the things that is good for me is making sure, as you said, doing what's comfortable for me. Um, I think that a lot of people, especially when it is your parents, um, people feel like they have to tell yeah. you what you should be doing in terms of that relationship. Um, they try to shame you or make you feel like something is wrong with you as if you choose to have a, yes. or not have a relationship with your parents for fun. Um, and so, you know, mm-hmm. me just being very comfortable with the fact that this is something that I need to do for me. I understand why I'm doing it. Um, and being comfortable with that decision and being comfortable with myself. Um, I think that the death of anything, whether it's a relationship, whether it's an actual person, Mm -hmm. um, it challenges you to grow to understand or see the importance of life way more clearly than you used to. Um, So having that time to really Mm -hmm. reflect and understand, you know, why you either don't have that relationship um, with that person and cultivating yourself in honoring yourself in that decision. Um, if you have lost a loved one, um, again, you know, what challenges is this now forcing you to overcome and grow from? Um, and, you know, just make that a part of your regular day. You know, how do you honor that person um, with them being gone? Um, there are so many different ideas and things that people are coming up with. Pinterest is amazing for ideas like this, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. just different ways that you want to honor that loved one. You know, as you said before, do you want to honor them with everybody? Do you want to honor them by yourself? Whatever you choose to do is perfectly yeah. fine with you. There's no rule book to grieving. Um, of course, there are some signs that we have to be aware of that indicate that you're stuck in grief um, or that you are, you know, struggling right. a little more um, harshly with grief. Um, so we do have to pay attention to those signs, um, not wanting to get out of the bed on a regular basis, not leaving your house mm-hmm. um, to interact with other individuals, um, suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. hygiene, hygiene, all of those things are, are signs mm-hmm. and indicators that you need some help. Um, but other than that, whatever you're comfortable with, you know, you have to make sure that, that comfort is, is first and foremost for you when you're grieving. Um, and, and not listening to what people feel like you should be doing or, 
you know, maybe you should be further along in grief. You still grieving about that girl? Girl, it's time to get over Mm -hmm. that. No. Take your time. Grieve naturally. Mm -hmm. Whatever is comfortable for you. I agree. And I, I, I think you really brought up an important point about other people putting you on their time frames. To me, that is so disrespectful. When somebody says, oh, you know, it's been, right. it's been three right. months. You should be okay. Really? You know, so that's the thing. You know, process it again, like mm-hmm. you said, at, the, at your time. And even if you don't have a regular therapist, there are so mm-hmm. many venues out here now. Um, they have talk space, better health, different things like that, where you can just be able to process mm-hmm. your, your thoughts and emotions. Through. Yes. There's different hotlines, too, where therapists actually actively man the hotline. And even, like, even if you call a mobile crisis, you don't have to have a mobile crisis unit come out to oh, your house. Oh, you yep. can actually just talk to a therapist and just be like, I'm getting overwhelmed by these mm-hmm. feelings and I just need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's a non-judgment. It's free. And just understand that if you don't have an established relationship with a therapist, it's okay. You still right. have resources out there for you. So don't think you have to right. suffer in silence. And, just and there's a alone. world of people who are grieving for so many different things. You know, yes. I, I really like to tell my clients, again, it's their comfort level. But grief groups are amazing, <laughs> you know, because you don't feel alone. Yes. Um, there are other people out there that are experiencing a lot of the same feelings that you are experiencing. Um, there are tons of Facebook groups. Um, some of them can be a little mm-hmm. much. Um so you have to know when to tap in and tap out, but um, they can definitely be very right. instrumental. I want to say my first two years um, without my parents, I did um, a group on Facebook and on those, those holidays, it was amazing. It was a lifesaver <laughs> for me just to jump on there. Half the time I didn't even say anything, mm-hmm. but to see other people's comments and to mm-hmm. you know understand that there are other people that have disconnected from their parents for much of the same reason that I did. Um, and we're all okay and we're coping, you know, have fuller lives. And that's the thing. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you never know where support is going to come from. So you just be open to, you know, receiving support. It, and it's not right. always going to look the way you think it's going to look, um, you know, so definitely. So, um, you know, and then, you know, you you came, you know, you talked about the parents and everything. And, you know, I definitely honor you in that space for the boundaries that you set up. And also, you know, the the hard work that you've mm-hmm. done trying to just move towards acceptance. Um, and then also from like me, from the single perspective of not having, you mm-hmm. know, a family around, it can be rough because, you know, you kind of open yourself up mm-hmm. to the perceived judgment sometimes of other people. Why like, do you people think, you ain't got nobody to like that? Good Lord. Or here you go. Right. When you get married. Just... Oh, you gonna get cute. girl. You're going to get cute. Try that. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. Thank God I don't have like that. Um, You know, so I don't feel that, you know, I don't have to feel those comments. My family Mm -hmm. is just like, hey, if it happened, it happened. Right. And if it don't, you you still straight. And I'm just like, thank you all. You know what I'm saying? But I I know several people. I've had friends. I've, you know, gone over to their house. And it's just been like, as soon as they walk in the door, somebody has something smart to say. (laughs) Yes. 
okay it's like mm-hmm. oh this is her single friend i'm like <laughs> i got a whole name Girl. i got a whole name right and my identity is not tied oh, to a relationship status okay um you know <laughs> and again and you know for us for extroverts like myself <laughs> yeah. we are grieving because this is right. like the season <laughs> to be jolly and we have you know it's like no you gotta go lock everything up and we just be sitting around feeling right. like you know wild wildebeest with you know nowhere to spend this yeah. energy of the go okay so we tripping we are and, tripping out here these days where the extroverts sitting over here like they girl because i'm really okay like, like anybody I, the only issue that i had Woo. with the pandemic i mean obviously people dying and being sick but the yes. fact that I didn't have a mm-hmm. choice for a period of time to go and do things. Now that bothered me a little bit, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm really okay with not being around a lot of people. I'm very, you know me, I'm very particular about my energy, where I spend yeah, I my energy, um, who mm-hmm. I choose to interact mm-hmm. with because interaction sometimes can be overwhelming because I'm more introverted and people really don't know that about me because when I'm, when I'm present, I make sure that mm-hmm. I give what I need to give for that, that experience. Um, but I, I'm definitely a lot more introverted than people think. So I, I don't mind being by myself. Yeah. No. I mean, a I, lot. Mean, this time, uh, I mean, sometimes I like my quiet time. But... <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I'm, take, I'm taking a lot you know of what? heat. You said I like, like my quiet time. I'm like, oh my God, you don't never leave. You don't never. Because I don't want to. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> See, that's the thing. But once that people, you know, once people figure out, you know, that somebody's an introvert, I think they kind of just like sometimes mm-hmm. they just like leave them alone. Like, oh, that's just you know. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, that that's mm-hmm. a brief process yeah. too. I can't travel, you know, go the places I want to go. Uh, you know, it, it's just a lot of different things, you know. And I'm saying, and then coming to turn with the losses um, that yeah. you know people yeah. that I know have passed away from COVID. Um, you know, and different things like that. So it's it's a lot, right. but again, you're not alone. You can, you know, work and process through this and you can grow from it. This is going to mm-hmm. be an experience that I hope we all grow from. Um, and so, you know, taking it however, you know, need to into the future. I have to say though, just kudos so, to ourselves because, you know, I like to do kudos. Sure. Us. We have mm-hmm. really like taken this thing on like some real bosses though. <laughs> like, when I tell you, like, we have been really doing some some amazing things on personal levels, on professional levels. It's like, okay, yes, COVID is there. Yes, we are in a pandemic, but we have really used it to our advantage in terms of growing and understanding each other differently. And I, I really, really am grateful for that aspect of it. Oh yeah, and I, you know, and and it definitely growing it to each other differently. But it's like really just even being able to mm-hmm. find some any amount of mental peace in all this. You know what I'm saying? That that right. that right there is the real MVP. Um, so we've been able to make peace with a lot mm-hmm. of different things, but we've had our moments <laughs> yeah. too. But you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But we live in our humanity. You know what I'm saying? We definitely live in our humanity, and I think I can can definitely say for both of us without a shadow of a doubt that we are done trying absolutely to look and be a certain way 
Check. For, you know, everybody else. We just like it is check, what check. it is today. I ain't got it today. I don't feel like it today. Or today so. popping in the straight. And having somebody that you can be that vulnerable mm-hmm. with that, you know, it's it's cool. It's great. Right. Girl. And not get all the questions. That we, neither one of us is so. going to answer anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why ask? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hmm. Right. Yeah. What you using this for? Mm-mm. Nope. So. Mm-hmm. But I'm just glad for that. You know what I'm saying? And so, and this also can be, a, you know, our, our question number three can actually cause a lot of grief too uh, for the holidays because uh, the third question we received was, what do you do when your partner mm-hmm. doesn't celebrate the holidays, but you do? Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. Right. I just, you know, for me, that's, that's just a question of respect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you respect each other's wishes? How do you have, find a happy medium? Um, because, you know, holidays are huge for some people. And I think that if you are in a relationship with somebody and you knew they were big on holidays from the beginning and you weren't, mm-hmm. that, that's a little weird within itself. But how do you, again, how do you find that, that happy medium? Um, with each other because I, I think it goes along with things like religion if we, you know we don't have the same religion or we talked about this a little bit um, last time um, equally yoked yeah um, equally yoked you know how do you find the happy medium how do I respect your wishes and you respect mine um, it may be that we celebrate one or two holidays as a matter of fact when I was growing up when I was really little we did not celebrate Christmas that I remember it's it's a vague memory but I don't remember celebrating Christmas Mm -hmm. traditionally I should say um it wasn't until I was about what eight maybe that we um started celebrating Christmas traditionally um and Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of coming around to the idea that, you know, yeah, we know it's not Jesus's real birthday, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we're going to celebrate and we're going to give gifts and be happy and be very merry. So um, but again, it was one of those things that my parents were able to say, OK, this is what you want. This is what I want. How do we have that happy medium? So I don't ever remember there being conflict. Um, it was just, you know, they worked together to make sure that each other was happy through it. So. See, yeah, and that's the compromise that you find sometimes. But, you know, also, we, you know, talk about that. But then also it's a, uh, another here we go in the grieving process for me, like <clears throat> grieving the loss of my mother's mother. She mm-hmm. loved Christmas. Christmas was her favorite. And it was after she died, the first Christmas after she died was extremely rough for mm-hmm. me because it was like mama's not here anymore. Um, and there's still certain things that I do in mm-hmm. honor of her around Christmas time. Um, and so for me to have a partner who doesn't celebrate and they're like, but then also here's a caveat too, because we're talking about, you know, certain things, it, 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 this thing can take on a life of its own, honestly, because you have it where, okay, the person may not celebrate. They don't have a problem with you celebrating, but then you also have a person that says, I sell, I don't celebrate. Mm-hmm. And not only don't I celebrate, but we not celebrate. That could be right. a, a, a real pickle. You know what I'm saying? So, and if I had a partner like that, I'm like, whoa, 
I mean, sans the fact of this right. is a holiday, this is how I choose to honor my grandmother. And that's the bond that I still have in making, um, you know, making memories of things mm-hmm. as she's no longer here. So it's almost like that could be taking someone's opportunity to still continue to express mm-hmm. love, concern, and grief for the person. Um, right. And it's like you, you take their, their voice away with that. So finding a compromise sometimes can be like, okay, an understanding because when we're talking about cultural differences too, because we have cultural holidays. Um, and, and let's be very clear this year, we've become um, a more aware, um, you know, not in all aspects that some people always, you know, were aware and other people are, you know, being mm-hmm. more, you know, thoughtful and more awakened by certain things. Right. So even celebrating Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is a, you know, an American thing. However, the origins of Thanksgiving is not the Thanksgiving. It was a genocide. So some people Mm -hmm. may be like, I'm not celebrating this no more. Then you have other people who are not from the U.S. who don't know U.S. customs. So they're like, okay, well, you know, what? You close for what? You know, educating and understanding your cultural norms Mm -hmm. for each one, especially when you're blending cultures uh, in a relationship and understanding like, okay, well, what what does your culture observe? What does Mm -hmm. my culture observe? And what are these meanings? And then saying, okay, are we going to do this together? That's where that respect and communication comes in. You know, somebody who loves you and respects you um, is going to honor what you believe and vice versa. So Mm -hmm. communication, constant communication about how we're going to do that. Because if this is the person that you're choosing to be with and you choose to have children together, Mm -hmm. you should have had that conversation long before you decided to be in a committed relationship with person. So, absolutely, and don't ever think that right. oh, the mm-hmm. person is going to change their mind. Please, and don't. that just—I mean, you're trying to change the person. One. That's not the goal um, of a relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. The goal of a relationship is how does this person build me? How do I build that person? How do we help each other grow? It's not about making you into who I need you to be for me, or want you to be. That's not it. Or want you to be. Yeah. No, it's definitely not. So, you know, definitely having open, honest communication and finding compromises. Um, you know, whether it's you know, like you have to celebrate one room and the other person ignore it, or you know, you go to a family member's house, or you know, different things. It, it's, it's just what right. you guys choose, and again, it's you guys. So please, or right, I say right, because the people the type the of relationship. <laughs> so you know, please don't invite other people in. Please don't invite other people in. Right, you know, by giving all their opinions and everything else, because if you start living the off with somebody else's opinion, they jack you all the way up. You know, a breakup and divorce is other people's opinion and other mm-hmm. people in your business. Real quick, so whatever works for you guys, make it work and love on through it. But you're not going to be in another room pouting while I'm Absolutely. in another room. Like we're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to need you to put your lip in <laughs> and come on in here. And, Eat the, cake. Uh-huh. Eat the cake, anime. Like, come on in the room. <laughs> Girl, listen. Really? I, up, I had too I much cake over the weekend. About but the anyway. I, I had one Whoa. piece of cake and I was done with sweets. You are so good. Girl. I had like 
seven cookies I had, and these ain't no these ain't no chips ahoy. No, this is I went to a, a specialty bakery. If anybody ever goes to the city of Detroit, please go down to Greek Town to the Storia Bakery and get those no. chocolate chip cookies. Now, but I don't blame me when you become addicted. However, <laughs> that macaroni and cheese I made, um, <laughs> that chicken that my husband made. Oh, you heard it. Girl, I should have just ate the cake. You heard it. Because when I tell you two or three o'clock in the morning, I was up eating chicken. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> but you, okay, hold up. Because no, Drew always cook chicken every week. He get these wings, and then you be girl, you be cracking me up. Tell us, girl, I eat no tear meat, and then all of a sudden I up, talk to you on up. Friday, be like, girl, I relapse. <sighs> these chicken, and then girl. you be smacking in my ear on the when chicken wing, and that's what I'm sitting around like, oh my lord, I'm so okay. blessed and highly favored <laughs> with the chef in the house. Oh my god, <laughs> so good because there's so many different ways to cook chicken, and we are a chicken family. Oh, yes, Jeffin. we are. I feel like this is just turned into bubble gump chicken. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh. Like, just so many different ways. It's just like, bubble I don't even chicken. understand. I don't even Fried understand. Because I'm like, in a minute. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Cool. Baked chicken. chicken. Fricassee oh, chicken. Girl. Jesus. Then he did a roast. Mm, see? Girl, there you go. Tell you what. There you go. See? You see? I can't, you know, because I don't <laughs> understand how chickens survive with black folks. Shoot. I'm serious. Because in a minute, if, if it, I'm, I, mm, Girl, the look. world better watch out. It's a wrap. If chickens ever go into extinction. Because <laughs> black folks going to lose it. Let's be very clear. Black folks is going to lose it. And my sister, I'm going to have to have her admitted to the hospital. My older sister, because when I tell you, girl, she, wings she for me, listen, it's just, can, oh, God, I can she, never she turn down a wing. I just can't she do it. It's clucking. not in my DNA to turn down a wing. I can't. I can't do it. One of the reasons that it's so difficult for me to be a vegetarian is because I can't just stop eating wings. I could eat wings every day. I really could. <laughs> every day. Oh, my God. As long as they're good. I mean, I, I love a good, I love some good wings now. I do. I really do love some good wings. And why are you talking about it? I'm going to go to the store and Because I got to go grocery shopping since I've been gone for eight days. <laughs> Throw a little sauce on them. Oh, they're going to be so good. Anyway, I'm sitting there talking about you. There, and then you turn me on to that Girl. red hot seasoning? Mm, let's don't, go. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Help it, Jesus. Don't do that. Help it. Girl, okay. just pour a little bit in my hand. <laughs> oh, you about to go for us. <laughs> Right. You know how you do. <laughs> oh, yes. Girl, you back in the day. Who didn't used to do that? And if you didn't, you had a cheated childhood. Sure. <laughs> did. You, you got cheated as a child. And you you didn't didn't just lick it. What? <laughs> what? Of, I, and Girl. I don't care what it was. Oh, oh, I don't care. I don't care. Kool-Aid. Who? What? <laughs> okay. Who did? Oh. I mean, Kool-Aid. Let's just say. Oh well, now, Kool-Aid, I don't know if you can find something like Kool-Aid that, didn't, <laughs> that had as many uses as Kool-Aid did. And still does. Okay. Hair with I mean, you dyed your hair with Kool-Aid. Girl. 
shoot. Which you is why we had no business drinking it. But you drink Kool Aid, you can get that already sweet kind. <laughs> Just put a little bit in the palm of your hand, yeah. girl, like that. What? Mm. A little bit. <laughs> My mom used to. She she stopped buying the packets, and she was like, "With a red tongue." And I'd be sitting over there, and like, oh. <laughs> Girl, please, I'm smuggling suckers out the house and run down the street, stand on the Girl, side of my look, friend's house and be tanned that up. That reminds up. me. Remember what? those Because I am not going to find me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And if she you don't know what a pixie stick is, you have been again. Stick, I will never forget me and my friend up what? the street. We were doing um, some kind of Star Wars or something. I don't know. Hitting each other with the pixie, pixie sticks and the bad boy <laughs> exploded in the middle of the street. Not, oh. You talk about her doing Ooh. too much, doing too much what in the middle you, of the street, see, just hitting each other, whooping each other. Kids, y'all are some bad kids because the thing broke. Pixie <laughs> sticks is a doggone delicatessen, girl. Okay. Sadness immediately. You talk about some grief when that thing. Oh, I wish you could see the look the on my face right now. Oh, I dust wish went everywhere. And she was looking at me like everywhere. You ain't getting none of my all that sweet. <laughs> she goodness. just gave me that look with her eyes that I knew she was not gonna share. <laughs> which made me even more grief stricken because she was not gonna share her green apple with me. Girl, Ooh, green apple. I had a cherry red. A grape one? Oh, that was oh. my favorite. And all that cherry red was in the street. Mm, mm, mm. Oh Jesus! Trauma. Yeah, see, that's that's child. That's childhood trauma. Yes. Shoot. Girl. Shoot. Yes. Oh we my have. God. Well, we have walked down memory lane for everybody. Google. And if you don't know what a pixie stick is, please get and, you and a get pixie you some. stick or two. Okay, get you some. A big one. because oh. you know. Or just get the pack. You see what I said? Just get the pack now, because they don't sell no. them individually. These kids don't no. know about real corners. You're gonna be bouncing off the wall a know. little bit behind the stick. Corner but stores okay. used to keep a neighborhood it's good alive. energy. It's, it's good energy. They should put them out. A little bit. It's gonna be a whole girl. lot. But so, yeah. what was the one thing that yep. I used to love? The the jungle jolly. Uh, oh my god. Nah. See, oh, my thing is, I used to love lemon grapes. Alexander Girl. the Great to get a bag of better made mm-hmm. chips. Woo! Come on. But you know there's actually a store in Charlotte that actually has all the old school candy. Okay. I have to send you the address. Yeah, so it's on Central. Oh, well then it's the, the good stuff. Old black lady. Because that's the candy mm-hmm. lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and she got these uh, these uh, candy genders uh, chews. Girl, get your throat all yes. the way together. Send on me that. And immediately because I need the candy lady. Mm-hmm. She got some flips, girl. Okay. She got everything in there, literally. I mean, literally. I you walk in, you. I mean, she got me. Because he used to love talking about them flips from the candy lady. Girl. <sighs> now that I'm good and hungry. Well, everybody, this has been another <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Right, well, you know what I'm saying. But at least I we've come know. to the end of the right episode, now. so now you can go feed yourselves. So, yes. thank you again, everybody, for listening. We definitely appreciate your listenership, listenership. Also, please continue to send your questions to theralit at outlook.com. 
Um, we have definitely gotten a plethora of questions. We definitely appreciate it. And we, li- we appreciate your support as we uh, continue to grow. So we have some announcements that we're going to be making pretty soon as well about the podcast. And, you know, so yeah. we're going to put them on, you know, underneath yep. our hat. So when everything is ready, we'll be like, go get it. Um, but yes. again, we definitely appreciate you. We're grateful for you, our listeners, um, and the people who continue Everybody to be on this journey with us. Enjoy the rest of Thank your you. day. All right. Bye-bye. Yes. And be safe.